This is Moments with Foo with James Foo Torres, better known as Foo, the show that takes you around the world to share interviews with some of the most successful and relevant people on the planet, hear their stories, and get the most important business lessons they have learned on their road to success, and get exclusive advice on how to implement their success into your life and business. Moments with Foo is brought to you by the Strategic Advisor Board and your host, Foo. Hello and welcome to Moments with Fu. I'm your host, James Fu Torres, but you can call me Fu. It's the name of the podcast. Today I have Wade Saxon. He is the CEO of Smoking Bacon, and I'm going to let him tell you more about that. But first, Wade, how are you? Oh, I'm doing great. How are you doing today, James? Doing good, doing good. I couldn't find my chapstick, so that's the only thing that's kind of pissing me off right now. But other than that, things are going well in the business. And, you know, there's always challenges here and there, but overall, we're moving in the right direction. And I re- feel very excited where we're going. Good. Glad to hear it. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. So um, let's kick it off with a quick introduction about yourself and your company. So my name is Wade Saxton and I'm the CEO of Smoke and Bacon Media. We are a media, um, let's say a tower. Uh, We have a lot of different things below us from social media to video production to um, charities and all sorts of things, streaming radio. We got a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, awesome. Man. I love it. And and you have it um also attached to to some like veterans and, and helping uh exposure of veterans that way. I mean, I'm a veteran, so obviously that resonates with me. And that's a connection also. That's how this connection happened was because of another veteran, right? That connects us. Yep. So uh yeah, I, I love that veteran community and I'm glad that you you're helping out with that. And um I really appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, we've got a huge veteran community. We love it. We've got so the bulk of our community is veterans and uh, we like to take care of them by uh, partnering with them for a year at where most companies wouldn't do that. We want to work with them and help them grow. We want to help the small veteran companies out. Yeah. And, uh, and another thing uh, that you're helping out with, with the smoking bacon is also provide a, a platform where, you know, mm-hmm. us veterans, we are uh, a little different right? Uh, we like communicating differently. We have this brotherhood that is really not in the normal workforce. And so so that community, when you get out, that's the, to be honest, that's the thing that I miss the most about the Air Force. I mean, I don't miss, I, to, to, I don't miss much. <laughs> I do miss that one part, that brotherhood and that, you know, we give each other shit, but at the same time, you know, we're just like, nobody can fuck with us. We take care of each other. And it's pretty cool, right? Like, and do you providing a platform where there's no no judgment, no cancel culture, and you know, open. That that's a pretty cool. So um, I don't know if you want to expand a little bit on that. Sure. So one of the businesses models that we have is smoking bacon media. It's called the Community 2.0. And what we did was uh, when we originally launched, we we launched um, back in 2018 as an offensive T-shirt company, um, offensive to everybody else, to veterans. It was right on target. Um, <laughs> And we got in a fight with Facebook. We got in a lot of fights with Facebook to the point where they shut down all of our pages and shut down the business and things like that. It's amazing how much power they have with a flick of a switch. They can kill something or bring it to life. So we ended up going out on our own and said, this isn't right. And we're going to build our own um, social network. So we built the community and now we're on the community 2.0 where veterans and anybody really can come and enjoy social media the way we think it should be 
free of banning, free of social media jail, things like that. I mean, we do have rules, but the community regulates itself. As veterans, like you said, we give each other shit. But if somebody else comes in or starts something or goes, you know, way overboard, the community usually regulates it. And when we say censorship free, it really is censorship free. You can say whatever you want as long as it's federally legal. All right. You can say whatever you want, but that doesn't mean you're free of the repercussions of whatever you say. So, for example, if you go in there and you get in a political fight with somebody in one of the political communities, don't come crying to us. Don't come reporting it. You wanted to start a fight. There you go. You, you get what you get. Um, so the community is a very unique place because of that. Veterans introduce each other, you know, they'll walk up to each other and go, what's up, fucktard? You know, and that's that's a term of endearment. When that happens in the outside of the outside of the veteran and the military world, people see it as people just being assholes or, you know, this person has no people skills, things like that. No, it's it, it's directed towards those veterans it's it, it's that bond it's that brotherhood it's like making fun of the coast guard it's a rite of passage so but yeah so we've got a lot of veteran groups that come in and uh especially because they start getting banned from um from facebook uh we got a we got a big one right now moving over uh twisted veterans they've got four or five pages they just got shut down on snapchat and a few other places and it's you not mean Snapchat. I didn't hear about it. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. And, and it's not because they're doing anything wrong in our point of view. It's just that they're violating the community standards of the uh, of, of the platform they're on. And some of the community standards are a little strict and they don't take into account veterans and the way they interact with each other. Mm-hmm. No, no, I completely understand. I mean, it's just um everybody just gets offended so easily nowadays and uh you know i get it like we want to create a safe space and everything but sometimes it's like it's like so much and then you know social media like if nobody's like cyber bullying you right like they're going at you if they post something you didn't like it then just so remove what? them from your page right or just even remove them and now oh yeah i don't want to like take them out of my friends because it's like you have the mute buttons now too, like, oh, like mm-hmm. unfollow and stuff. And you can still have them as a friend and you can still message them if you need to or whatever. Even if it's a family member, right? You don't want to cast something. You can do those things. Like, I mean, they're out there. So if they're not continuously attacking you, if it's just something you saw, then just, you know, keep moving, right? Like if it's not affecting your brand, your family or anything, like really just like, it's just sometimes it's, it's, it's that's the thing. It's like, I'm all for taking care of each other, having safe spaces and stuff. So that way, but then, you know, like if they're, if they're people like create also safe spaces for people that just want to fuck around. Right. Like just yeah. like this fun. Like that's just, you know, especially guys, you know, in military people and stuff. like, they just want to fuck around. Like they're they're I've seen like this meme and stuff of like, it was like guys and it's, um, yeah. Saying like, oh, we're fucked art and all blah blah. You you suck, blah blah. And then that person leaves, and then the other stays. It's like, oh, that guy is such a good guy, and blah blah. Right? Like you yeah. say all those things, and, and then when females are like, oh my god, beautiful and stuff, they leave. Oh, that bitch, right? Like, it's yeah. like 
Yeah, that, and that's a common thing. Is that is the number of things that that's just what this got me thinking because it's true. It's like, oh, this look at this guy, blah blah, and they were like, oh no, we'll we'll die for this guy, right? Like that's the thing. Like we insult, but then we we really would would give our the life for 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 our brother in arms, right? So, yeah, and and the bonds are there still. It's what, like you said, it's what people lose when they leave, and a safe space to some is different than to others. Some people would consider these like Facebook community standards and things like that, an unsafe space because they can't be themselves. Whereas some people would consider smoking bacon an unsafe space. So it, it really just comes down to what is your preference? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. So, um, you know, on, on this note of like, you know, smoking bacon, all the different things, you know, how you, you being able to create this community and create all it, so many different uh, side things are around the same like media company. So, uh, you know, what would be some advice uh, that, that you got from people that want to build their own community, that want to build their own media from their own people because they want to create their own safe space? You know, what, what would be some tips that you have for, for those people? Well, here's the thing about it. You have to understand a, a few things about social media networking. Um, and, and to understand those, you have to understand how some things got here. So I'm going to step back for a minute. Things like that. Facebook, right? Facebook is the king of everything. The first thing you need to realize is you will never beat Facebook in your lifetime. It's just not going to happen. Very rarely is someone going to win like TikTok did. All right. That's, that's just the way it is. As long as you understand that, life is easy. If you expect to go out there and build your own community and all of a sudden tomorrow you have a million people in there and everybody loves you and, and you know, high fives and all that, that is not how this works. We've been doing We've been at it for almost five years now, building the community that we have over two different versions, two different platforms. And it really does take a lot of patience, time and understanding. And one of the things you have to understand is the way social media is different than a community. The way the world is moving, the world is moving to communities versus social media. Social media is more like a shotgun approach. So for the last 10 years, you've been on Facebook in this example, right? And you have all your friends and everything else and you interact with people so often and, and you follow some groups and all that. Whereas a community, everybody is much more intertwined. You can go in there and have a username like Happy Squirrel, but in a month or two in the right community, everybody will know your real name, your birthday, your kids, your family. It's because of the interacting and the engagement. And that really shows when people don't understand how a community works, like what well, people pop in from time to time and just drop an ad, hey, buy my book and walk away and they get zero engagement. Absolutely zero. Whereas some people say, hey, I just came up with this idea and they've been in the community for a while and made those bonds and said, what do you guys think? And people in the community will help lift that idea up. Community is all about engagement. So there's a rule when it comes to social media. It's 99-10 is what it is. And what it says is that there's a lot to it, but at the cut and dry of it, let's say you have a million followers, right? That sounds pretty good, right? People would kill to have a million followers. 90% of those 
are just people who followed you that don't really interact, don't share, don't comment, don't like. They just scroll by and see you because they saw something that one point, whatever you were putting out, caught their fancy for a moment. All right. 90% or 10 per, not, I'm oh, sorry, 9% got tongue tied there of the remaining 10% are your occasional people. They're the ones that are occasionally interacting, commenting, liking, and sharing. But that 1%, that 1% are your super contributors. They're the people that love you. They love what you're doing. They interact all the time. You know them. They know you. You, you could say, hey, I've got pencils for sale. And they will come buy them because they believe in what you're doing. Yeah. So out of that million people, you're only looking at 10,000 that are really your real followers. The real people you want to reach. In a community, that 90% of lurkers can drop dramatically. In Smoke and Bacon, we have a 40% lurker rate, which is pretty good. We got a 20%, uh, we have a 20% occasional interaction and a 20% consistent interaction. Those are insane numbers. And that just shows the difference in the power of community. And once you learn to embrace that and you learn to embrace the people in the communities, you create your brand more effectively and you can make a whole lot more money or do a whole lot more good with those 10,000 people than you can with the million people. So, 100%. you know, I have people come to me all the time and say, Hey, I want to start my own community. I've got, you know, 200,000 followers. Okay. Well, what's your expectation of them moving to your community? Well, all of them. Yeah. No, that's not how this is going to work. And most of those community, no, most of those people that try and do that burn out within the first two months, they get all excited. They launch their community and it's a whale effect. So, you launch your community, everybody's excited, right? Everybody comes in and then it plateaus and then it falls off. And then whatever falls off, whatever's left at the end are the real people who are going to stay. And people have a really hard time understanding that. Yeah. Um, and that, that got me thinking about, you know, if you want to build like something that for big for change, for meaningful change, right? Like like I said, like for me, for my company, our tagline is empowering ideas into movements. And the best vehicle that you can do for a movement is a community mm -hmm. because followers won't push a movement. They're lurking and blah, blah, blah. They might help you. A community is built by like a same, typically there, you know, there there is a, a, a common purpose, a common mission, vision, right? And they could be high level and then side, you know, smaller sub-communities, but there's always like keeping everybody together. A follower is like, you just trying to, sometimes you want to be noisy and whatever, entertainment, like not really, like you're not even, you, you don't have to support Andrew Tate, but then a lot of people see them, even if they don't support and just so they can talk shit, right? So how do yeah. people do that, right? So if you think about it, like, I'm not, not, it's not about the numbers, it's about the quality and then, you use that to then build something that it's, look, I'm building this community, not just because I want to have even like deeper attention or whatever. No, it's like you're bringing value to them, right? right. Like you have to be like what for you to build your community, what what is the reason for people to stay engaged 
and like and actually take out other times to even invite other people and like their reputation and everything on the line. Hey, like I'm telling you to come here to spend time, sometimes spend money and all that, right? So you have to make it about something that is bigger than an individual. It has to be something that is a movement, right? Like they, like for example, like one of my clients, like David A. Perez, like, oh, David A. Perez, he's very big. Like he's all the emails of his team, are like davidaperez.com. He was always like David A. Perez, David A. Perez. Then he realized like, look, I need to make this bigger than myself. So then he started doing the build your own economy. That's his movement. That's the name of his book. And now it has so many people, oh, BYOE, BYOE, build your own economy. And, and people started like being a, marketers of your brand and 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 people like buy into that but people weren't buying into like okay david i know him he's cool that's cool right but uh but you can't really go past like impact millions and everything if you just buy oh this gut like figure right like nobody likes that people want to buy into something bigger so that 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 is uh you know how you and i like kind of like meet meet in a in a common ground because we we love community and and I I think we both agree that's the best thing that you can do in business and and for anything really purpose money whatever your case may be that's just the best way to to have real impact it is and you learn very quickly that you're there for the community that you work for the community what the community needs is what you're going to provide um whether it be upgrades certain functions um certain rooms things like that you end up working for the community and when the community sees you working for the community it makes it even stronger and when you can interact with that community on a regular basis you build trust and bonds that you just don't build in social media shotgunning um for example we we don't store any data we don't scrape any data we only think we ask you six questions to sign up. That's it. We don't even send newsletters in your email, right? The only reason we take your email is because we have to by law. Other than that, we wouldn't take that either. We want you to come and have that not not worry being tracked all the time. And that gives us so much more freedom because we're not held to big advertiser requirements. So all of our funding comes from veteran brothers and sisters and sponsors and things like that, that agree with what we're doing. For example, if you paint houses for a living, you're, you're not going to reach the right audience with us. You do barbecue, you make barbecue uh, spices, things like that. You're going to reach the right, right audience with us. You sell guns, our audience, knives, hunting, Guy stuff, you're going to cars, you're going to reach our audience. You're, you're not going to, uh, Mr. Reuter is not going to, you know, be successful in our business. So knowing that with the community and selling advertisements, like I said, with people just dropping in and say, Hey, buy my book and walking away. That doesn't work either. It's a whole different type of engagement, a whole different type of, um, uh, of working together to make those sales, to make, make that money. But it ends up being fun. Like I can tell you most, all the birthdays, I know a guy, one of the new veterans that joined, he's getting ready to have a kid. We're going to send him some offensive onesies when it's, when uh, they have the uh, kid. I mean, 
that's cool. It's literally the first kid born to a member in Smoke and Bacon community. We're going to have a little fun with it. So, you know, these these are the things you just do. That, and I and I love it. Like it's just that's just it's a part of the community. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's just there's just and it's not easy and and everything. But when you be able to do it, it's amazing. So right now I'm building a community uh, through Slack, um, and uh, I have like seventy four people, I believe. Um, and uh, you know, getting some engaged. I got engaged people. We have a couple different channels. So announcements, education creator lab so like creators lab is the in the where we share our content we can engage we can give each other's feedback um and i bring like a video editor that is there like literally saying like look this is what i'm doing with my clients and all that so uh bringing people from the media like a forbes contributor or um different different even other pr people too that have a different way that they do things like because mm-hmm. collaboration is bigger than competition i do things certain way they resonate with me there's my community right like they came with me and then if they decide that they want to do something with them because they're doing a different spin that's fine right and that's what they add value to me i add value to them um so sometimes uh if i they have something that i want i'll, I'll get it from my clients and vice versa like that and that's that's the power of building the community and prioritizing collaboration rather than competition and scarcity mentality and all that right and it's been it's been great i mean uh growing and uh i'm really excited to now i'm always like how can i give more value like i'm always like how can i give more value like just as much value as possible because that way it's like keep people engaged people happy they bring more people so that's that's you know that that's the challenge all the time it's like how much value can i give like you look for things so i give them like hey you want to pitch yourself here's some emails here blah blah you know i give all that like because i sell implementation i don't sell like knowledge and like things like i especially if you're in my community you're getting extra value so that's that's what i've been focusing on and i'm very excited of of growing growing there because slack is outside of social media so it doesn't have any distractions. You go there and it's either to chat or to share something, engage, right? That's the reason. And I started this because Strategic Advisor Board, um, they had their community. Um, uh, they have it, I mean, still like the over 300 people now. Uh, and uh, and I saw that growing and, and I was like, damn, like I need to get on that. <laughs> so I started doing it myself and, uh, and I don't regret it. Now it's just, What's the next level, right? Like, what what can I do to 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 do more? So, you know, I think this is a this has been this has been a very very good conversation because it's about community, right? Like, just just building something uh, that is it's really special, like you know, a following and stuff is one thing, but community, like that's something the bonds that you bring there, like you can mm-hmm. meet people that then you can they stay in your life forever, right? And, and yeah. that's just amazing. So, you know, is there a any other like you know bigger biggest takeaways that you want to leave the audience with that you have something else you want to share sure so one of the things we try and do every year is we try and commit 90 percent of our purchases to our community community members and we can't always be successful at that um but we always go to our community first hey we need a website made we can do it ourselves but do we have any web designers in the community that need some work? Do we have, um, if I need IT work, for example, that I'm too busy to handle or the team's too busy to handle, 
I'll contract it out to Daniel Curry. He's a member of the community with, with Indy's IT department. If I need sports gear, I'm going to Chaz Hickox with Cross Industries because he's a member of the community. You know, Shauna Barnes, she does websites. She does all sorts of things. I'm going to go to her first. The, these people in the community are also, they become family like that. Now, if I can't find something in the community, then obviously I'll go outside the community to get it. But we try and limit that. So you got to remember that your community is also looking to you not only to lead, but to provide. And yes, if you do that, they will always be with you. I completely agree. And that's that's the idea of, of how Jason, why Jason uh, started, started that community for strategic advisor board. Because the idea is like, let's create a self-sufficient ecosystem and that's you know mm -hmm. that's where you're going that's where everybody should be going right because then i already have all my preferred partners they're all in my community i already know like and trust them like it's, it's easy easy yeah. right um and this is something um got me thinking so i was uh one of my clients uh, his name is Derek Faye. so he is a nine-figure guy with like net worth of 250 million dollars um mm. so big guy right the reason that he has been able to get that big, he operates under this thing, this company called 3F Management. So what he does, because he, he you know, it wasn't like he did it one time, like he keeps doing it. He goes and like, okay, so I see this smaller companies that are killing on sales, but they're struggling uh, to, there's no way that they can take the the big whales in the in the industry, right? Like they're so big, big, but they have sales, they have something good, they have found like their micro niche inside this niche. And then he gets those companies and he pairs them up with other companies. And, and then they all operate under the umbrella of 3F management. And because 3F management has all these different resources and stuff because they've been doing it for so long. So they create this ecosystem where they maximize now the potential of this and what does these big companies do? It's like, I don't want to give out market share. I'm just going to acquire them. So then Derek Fake keeps doing this. He goes, he finds these this businesses, he merged them and stuff. And then after that, um, it explodes them and then sells the company. Everybody gets seven, eight figure, up to nine figure exits out of that. Mm. And that's how he managed to get to nine figures. Because after like he spends three to five years, building those ecosystems with people together and then now when they sell for eight, seven eight figures even nine figures and then they split the share between everybody but out of a big cake you know a one piece of a big cake is a big you know it's a big, a big chunk, piece right yeah. so that's what he does and when you know that's why i love like I love my, I really love the clients that I like I pick purposely people that are the highest level possible and it's because I learned these things. Like, look, I'm learning these things, right? And I already thinking like, you know, eight-figure, nine-figure guy because I literally spend so much time consuming their content because I'm their PR guy, so I kind of have to. And, and you know, th this is what got me thinking about this, right? Like, that, that's the power of community, right? Just getting mm -hmm. together. So this is just a community in steroids, basically, <laughs> right? Yep. The way that they do that. And it's pretty cool how, like, he gets all the CEOs together. What and, and their board members, right? And it's like, okay, what can you do? What's the best thing you can do? What's the best you can do? What's the, and everybody just like forms a team between CEOs and C-level suite and then, you know, C-level people. And then 
boom, explode. And then he sells for a lot of money and he leaves some meat on the bone. He says like, oh, so then, you know, that they, they still have potential. And, and they're like that when he tells these stories, I'm like, shit, can't wait to get to that level. <laughs> right? and, uh, and so it just sounds fun. But obviously, you know, there's going to be a lot of things and people are going to sue you. People are like, because when you're playing with the big boys, they're going to find ways to. So yeah, the, obviously that's the flip side of things. But you know, definitely he's doing something good. I mean, he's partnering up with Bradley, partnering up with, uh, he was on Ryan Pineda's podcast. He's like a couple influencers. He was playing with Mayweather during the weekend, uh, playing basketball in the Pro Bowl uh, basketball game. So like, that's pretty cool. And all that has been because first of all, like obviously a lot of business and very clever doing that 3F management. But now, now he's going into like this influencer status because he prioritized PR, right? So that you see, like, I think like the combination between like the community, I think it kind of, you know, connected with this and then the PR side of things, um, uh, given that that's what I do, right? Like I just, I got to attach it to that because it's impressive, man. Like it's impressive. I'm so excited of the things that he's doing. Uh, I should be able to uh, actually got our interest from uh, Fox and Friends for getting him. So I'm I'm getting some some big level uh, networks for him too. So pretty excited about that. You know, I just kind of want to throw that there because it's um it's something very cool that's happening for me. Right now. <laughs> so uh, well, I hope you're really successful with that. Yeah, me too. Me too. <laughs> oh, so um, you know, I just want to say, you know, thank you for for taking this time. I think that's this has been pretty cool. So I mean, you you already said about smoking bacon, uh, but you know, if you can kind of. Uh, tell people how multiple ways that they can find you sure you can uh, go to our website smokingbacon.com and we list out most all of our uh, companies there and everything we're doing including the community social media you can find us on um you can search the community or smoking bacon on the app stores and pull up our app uh pretty much you can go to app.smokingbacon.com or tiktok or youtube or we try and stay away from facebook facebook and us don't get along so uh <laughs> so you can find us pretty much everywhere but there mm -hmm. yeah so you still you still have your like your your personal just because out of necessity to connect to key people right there's so many veterans yep. in there and stuff that you kind of have to uh but i mean i mean if you just use it for i mean and not for like oh i'm gonna be my page my group and stuff right just like just to connect and then get them out of there right <laughs> so. pretty much yeah <laughs> So uh, I keep those pages just because of the name. So it's just a placeholder for the name. We really don't even put much on them anymore. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, everything else comes through everything but Facebook. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean... Wait, for, for There's a reason, right? <laughs> yeah, there's a reason. Right, but so. yeah. Um, so yeah, if you, you know, I, I know that there's several veterans, especially veteran business owners so that, that listen to this podcast, so... If you want to find your people, no judgment zone. Uh, that this is this is the, the that's the place to be, right? Like that. I don't know anybody else that has something like that. Um. So, uh, hopefully, you know, like we get some some people to find their place because of this. Um. And uh, again, you know, I just want to say thank you for for taking the time. I think this was a pretty pleasant conversation. We we kind of ping pong it pretty well, and you know, we cover some cool stuff like community. This is something that is so powerful. Absolutely. I'm glad I was able to spend some time with you today, James. Thank you. I appreciate that because I, I really want my guests to have a good time. They feel like it was totally worth their time to come here and just have a, a moment with food, right? Like that's the yeah. name of the podcast. <laughs> the podcast. Yeah. So. <laughs>
Perfect, man. So, yeah, I look forward to, you know, just stay connected. I know that, you know, we're connected and, and through like, you know, Rob that connects us too. We kind of have that link too. So I'm excited to see where, where things go from here. I already, I'm, I'm going to talk to you about one of my clients that uh, her, her her demographic, his, her target is, is veterans. So definitely want to talk to you all about that in, in a couple of seconds. But, uh, but yeah, thank you again. Um, And so this was uh, Wade and foo and this is us signing off thanks for listening to moments with foo with your host foo please leave your feedback and visit strategicadvisorboard.com to get the latest and greatest business advisement on the planet follow us on social media for updates and we will see you on the next episode